All right, DC Comic fans, it's time for another episode of DC Deep Dive with Jeff Anderson and Michael Mead. Welcome, DC Comic fans and all comic book fans. We're back, DC Deep Dive. I'm here with Michael Mead. Hello, Michael. Jeff, what is going on, man? Well, we, uh, you know, we were going to talk about a little bit more about 100 Bullets, which I did read. Mm-hmm. I read up to like issue 25-ish, so I'm, I'm really getting into the depths of this Agent Graves. I'm going to spend maybe just a couple minutes on this. Sure. That guy gets more and more intriguing. Like, is he good? Is he bad? We don't know yet. No, he's, yeah, he's such a compelling character, especially because they keep it a mystery for quite a bit, for quite yeah. a bit of time in the series, which is really, really cool. So yeah, I agree. Now he's recruited some of his other people that he's given the briefcase to, and they talk about these Minutemen. And the Minutemen, yeah, always, exactly. There's always seven of them, and... And there's this other guy, oh shoot, what was his name? Shepard. Mm-hmm. And you can't really tell if Shepard's an enemy of Graves or, you know, if they had some kind of falling out. So up to issue about 2530, you don't really still know. You just know there's more to Mr. Graves than, than was let on prior. So no, I'm exactly. going to let it be at that, catching people <laughs> okay. up on 100 bullets. People, if you love, I, it's not quite noir. I would call it modern noir, though, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, definitely. Like if, for for Hundred Bullets, it's the first half of the series is is honestly considerably different than the later half of the series. So when once we're we're getting to that point, we're gonna start rolling into the point where it's gonna change over. But I I, I like it. I think it's a pretty solid book. Yeah, Modern Noir is a really good good uh, good take on it. I just like the 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 nuance of the story, especially like the the first half. Whereas it's, it, you don't really know, it, there's no need to know uh, Graves' background at the moment. You're really focused on these, these cases uh, and these people and their stories. Yep. So here's the thing. Why I say modern noir, it's not quite noir like gumshoe, fedoras, you know, 20s era uh, detective. But man, is it, it, it's got some mystery. That's for sure. So, oh yeah, I'll keep digging into that and, and give you more, uh, more, more of my feedback and more of my thoughts on that. Fantastic. So, we got some news. We got some big news uh, in the last twenty four hours. Uh, DC wise, yeah. DC had been very hush hush. Too much to your chagrin, you were very very upset that DC hadn't said a peep about anything. Yeah, I mean, there's been All like rumors sudden. the past couple of weeks, like the end of March. Uh, there were really like a lot of articles coming out like, saying that DC was probably going to a multi-distributor system, and then but everyone I asked was like all like all like the retailers I asked were just like no nah, they wouldn't DC wouldn't do that diamonds diamonds got them too uh, uh, too controlled too you know too by the leash here. Uh, yep. Well, so, we they were wrong. Yep. Let's. So here's here's my take. We're gonna go we're gonna go back in time a little bit. Yeah. Please go to uh, you know. DC had been talking about, oh, this whole multi-distributed model, multi-distributor model, right? And they were talking yeah. about that since, like you said, end of March, right? So yeah, what does this definitely. mean? It means that they were seeking alternative ways to get comics into people's hands, right? And I think for far too long, and I believe it's been over 25 years, if I remember reading correctly, over 25 years, Diamond has had literally a monopoly on getting comics into people's hands there's no two ways about that if you wanted comics, it was coming from diamond 
Well, yeah, exactly. With Diamond, they had exclusive contracts with Marvel and DC. And if you don't have Marvel and DC, you don't have comics. So Right. So back in March, or I mean, you can call almost call it April 1st. It was like the end of March, March 30th, 29th, something mm-hmm. like that. Exactly. Um, they had said nothing up to this point during the shutdown. And all of a sudden, they said, you know, we're thinking about this other thing. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of pause on this other thing. You and I talked a little bit about this prior that when this all is over, when this ends, some of these things, some things are going to change permanently. Like right now, for yeah, example, yeah. there are places you can still get curbside service. You call in, give them your credit card and you come in and they'll set the product on your car and they'll go back in the store and you can get out of your car and get it right. That probably won't continue. However, the, the way in which business is happening behind the scenes, some of those changes, they may see some lasting changes. Uh, and, exactly. and here's a perfect example. DC said, you know what? I think this is an opportunity that we should explore some things because Diamond said, we're going to shut down and not deliver comics. And you know, I don't know how that's good for, good for a company that produces, that, pro- that produces a product sure. to have a third party say, I appreciate you producing your product. We're just not going to put it in the hands of your consumer. No friggin' way. There's, there's no way one company can control that much. And I think DC, for all of their troubles, saw that and said, we got to figure this out. Yeah, no, there, I mean, <clears throat> there's been a lot of, you know, there's been a lot of people upset with Diamond for a very long time. Retailers, uh, individ, like individual consumers. Uh, we talked about this before, how you know Diamond has that big monopoly over uh, the comic book distributing uh, market, and that really hurts because they don't care at this point. Like they ha- they own everything. Where else are you going to go? You know, like what does it matter what you know what bad things we do or things we do wrong? Uh, where 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 are you going to go as a retailer? You know, so uh, we were, I was always hoping someone would kind of take the one of the big two would kind of big two companies, Marvel DC would kind of take the leap and kind of start something. Um, I don't know if this was the right route, but I don't know. It, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of mixed feelings about this stuff, right? About what, what DC is doing right now. So the right route, you're, and I get what you're saying, taking no route would have been the wrong route. Even, I agree. Something needed to be done. Even, even taking this route at least says, uh, at least says look, we're not going to let it lie as it is right now. Can't happen. Mm-hmm. When they say exploring, well, they they've now they've now gone a little bit farther than exploring, right? So oh, now yeah, here yeah. we are, here we are yeah. a couple of weeks later, and they're talking about, hey, we've not only explored, we've named them, and we have two, and we're splitting them East Coast versus West Coast. Now this was as of uh, yesterday. Exactly. We have two distributors, one on the east, one on the west, and they've also split Canada kind of halfway east-west, also, but it's still the same two distributors. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to try this out because we have to, we have to do something. Right. And then they, you know, we talked about this last week where we were wondering what the rollout was going to be like, right. Were they going to just dump a whole bunch of books on, on consumers and retailers laps and yeah. here they released the schedule. We, we knew that was kind of silly. That, that would have been really yeah, but silly. If you, had, if you had a backlog of these books and they were already printed right for that particular week. Oh, sure, sure, sure. So what we're seeing is a, is a thin down. Uh, release schedule, which, you know, I could give or take some of these titles, but 
We'll run yeah, through they're, here. They're, they're starting off small. That's that's yeah. for sure. Which I think was smart. I think that was smart to start off small and, and to build okay, back up. A third printing, right? A third printing takes precedence over something that's new. Not in my opinion. <laughs> apparently, right? apparently. Like April, so April 29th, you're going to get Batman 89, third printing. Yeah. Daphne Byrne, The Dreaming, Nightwing 70, second printing, and Batman mm-hmm. Giant number four. Yeah. So my only opinion on this, I, I'm glad that they're doing a small you know, rollout, get a few books out there and, and get this thing kind of rolling again. I just think their book selection could have been better. That's all. Like third printing sure. should have absolutely been on the chopping block almost indefinitely. Like, look, we'll get you your third printing eventually. <laughs> Right. I, I don't. I don't think they wanted people to storm comic book stores, though. Like, if if they released Batman ninety uh, ninety two like straight up, I think that would have been a huge mistake. People would have been going out in droves, right? And that's kind of the because that's oh, okay. another one that, that kind of brings up a concern about uh, one of the concerns people are having, right? People are just going to start ignoring social distancing again, start ignoring all that stuff to to try to get out and uh, get the get the brand new comics. I don't blame people. You know, it's. Okay. We're, getting so up and stuff. we're talking about a couple different things then. I'm not saying throw out, you know, the, the hot, what I'm saying is a, a third printing, like, like strike, Batman, oh, sure. 80, strike sure. Batman 89 from the list and put something else on the list. Sure. That's what I'm saying. Sure. Um, I'm seeing one, two, three, four, four Batman titles and two more titles that have ties to Batman in the next three weeks. Where, look, people like, I know Batman's a bread and butter. I get that. But they ain't getting bread and butter right now, like at all. No, exactly. So yeah. give the rest of the people. I see a flash in there. I it's see Justice League too. I see Justice League in there. Um, I don't know much about DC Superstars. So, oh, that's, an, that's a reprint, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's okay. a facility. Fine. Uh, Whatever. But like Joker Harley. Harley. Joker, uh, let's see, Joker, Harley, yeah, special, and then Harley Quinn again. I mean, come on. Get, I'm just saying, let's see more variety if you're going to pick and choose. And they have the power to pick sure. and choose. That's all. Well, yeah, now, now they do. But yeah, you know, like uh, th- this is their, this is their, their bread and butter. They're starting, sure, I mean, okay, they're starting two companies. You, you mentioned that. They're East Coast, West Coast. You know, Lo- Lo- Lunar for the West Coast, and uh, I think it was DCS. Is that what that one's called? Uh, U- UCS. UCS is the distributor for the East Coast, right? Right. And uh, so if, if DC is putting out these brand new imprints, but see, that's the thing too. Getting into those two, that's another big thing that retailers aren't happy about is who is actually setting these up? Who is the companies behind Lunar? Who is the company behind uh, UCS? All right, and, so uh, let's, let's, let's get into that. So we're talking yeah. about... We're talking about the um, the retailers that are that have their pockets in them. Exactly, like for for UCS, the UCS to end distributor that DC set up for the East Coast. The person, the company that's running that that has the the tie to that that distributor is Midtown Comics. Yeah, Midtown Comics because they they are which makes sense in, in if you're talking from a uh, distributing standpoint because they do that huge mail order service. They actually put out a lot of Marvel mailers uh, for that uh, Midtown does. So they already have experience sending comics out. So that makes sense. But to get DC, to get the DC numbers for all the other stores, right? Retailers have to send their numbers into Midtown. So you're actually giving a, a competitor your numbers, your, your, uh, 
your sales numbers so that you can get you know the uh, the comics to to your store. That's been a huge thing for for retailers. They don't want to say they don't want to do that. Does Midtown get a deeper discount because they're doing a because uh, uh, they're doing the distributing for for DC? Like there's so there's a lot of unanswered questions that uh, a lot of retailers are kind of upset about right now. All right. So what you're talking about is the customer. They're getting access to your customer database. Exactly. Yeah. And it's the same thing for Lunar. They have a little bit of a smaller company. I think that company is called DCBS. That's in uh, Indiana, actually, near you. Uh, so that's really, really cool. Uh, that's another uh, kind of mail order service uh, system. And again, from a from purely uh, logistics point of view, that makes sense for, the, for that. But a lot of uh, distributors, uh, retailers are kind of concerned also about their discount. They got a huge discount from Diamond. Is that going to carry over? I don't see why, like, logistically, I don't see why DC wouldn't. But they don't know. They haven't announced that either. Okay, so let's start with let's start with the top, the customer list. Yeah. Midtown Comics uh, is connected to US or uh, UCS Comic Distributors, um, but I don't see how they would get a customer list. Like, for example, if I shop at, uh, well, let's take A to Z Cards and Comics in Garden City, Michigan. If I shop yeah, there, yeah. my my name is uh, my name is on their polls or whatever. And A to Z Cards and Comics has to get their comics from UCS. Well, they're not going to give UCS my name. You know what I mean? Like you like 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 you as a person, right? Is that so? That was you're oh, talking no, about, right? No, no. Like a, a store is going to give has to give them like okay, we want this we want this amount of a title. So like that's easy to infer that a retailer like where a retailer is. Uh, where a lot of the like like a lot of the the money's coming from. Just any kind of uh, information is probably not that sales information is not that great to just hand out to anybody. Like you like to show that I mean he, what is it the store random store in I don't know Washington is getting only five Batman. Well, that's not good. You know, like they're like yeah. okay, we we can we can we 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 know what what, what he's doing. You know, like it's it's easy okay. to refer a, 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 a retailer. Yeah. But here's the thing. Midtown, first of all, Midtown Comics is like a Goliath. Exactly, yeah. So they're not even, first, they're not halfway concerned about anybody outside of New York. Mm -hmm. Well, like I said, they also do the, their own mail order service. That's why DC chose them, right? So sure. they, do, they do a lot of people outside. They do a lot of mailing outside of New York. Okay. So that's just their, that's just their uh, brick and mortar store, sure. Okay, I but get you, I get you. I think, so let me see if I follow this. Let me see if I follow this. They see that, that the numbers in Kansas City are lower than they should to be. So now they can flood Kansas City with ads about their mailing system. And get more. Got it. More sure. than they should. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I'm with you. I can totally see that, the, the upset there. Uh, so that's yeah. that's 100% valid, man. You're not, you're not wrong. I, I thought you meant literally their customer. Oh, data. no, no, no. They're, they're not getting names and addresses. No. They're just yeah. getting demographics. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah, behind exactly. that. So, so Midtown Comics behind that, and then Discount Comic Book Service uh, (DCBS) for the West Coast. There it is. Um, yeah. who, who was the retailer behind that? Uh, I don't. It's, I don't think it's uh, a retailer. I think it's just DB. Uh, what, what, what oh, that was there. Okay, that was they're connected to Lunar Distribution, who's going to run the West Coast. DCBS. Exactly. Lunar is is connected to, to DCBS. Okay, got it. Well, here's the thing. Change. 
which you know it's the name of today's episode change exactly yeah good change for sure we're getting some change man and exactly yeah whether this sticks or what part of it sticks something's going to stick uh dc has said we're going to get comics in the hands of our consumers and uh, barring any other options this is the way we're going to do it i i can totally see your your side where you're saying look i don't think midtown should have access to uh, sales numbers in uh, or specific stores sales numbers. Hmm. That's going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting. Uh, and yeah, it's just it's. But I've been reading a lot of the other side too. Exactly what what you were saying that a lot of uh, uh, I've been reading a lot of articles about how a lot of other distributors and talking to a lot of other uh, retailers saying that it's just good to get things started again. Who cares, you know, about what what uh, what what uh, Midtown's going to be doing? What who's going to be doing? As long as we're getting comics, as long as we're getting sales again, and we're all in it, you know, kind of together, kind of thing, like. If we're all succeed, if once if we gotta all succeed to you know to keep the business going, so uh, I see it from 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 that point of view too, just to get stuff started. Let's get going. And like I said earlier, taking taking away that monopoly out of Diamond, I think is huge. And it's not like we can't get comics DC comics from Diamond still. Diamond made an announcement too, uh, responding to DC's announcement, <laughs> saying that yes, you can still get DC comics from uh, uh, Diamond distributors. So. Uh, you can still get it through them if you'd rather do it that way. But I like the fact that DC is branching out from Diamond. I just hope they're thinking and putting in a lot of place, you know, about what the uh, retailers could be suffering from and uh, and the concerns that retailers and customers are going to have from this. Because uh, I mean, but to be fair, this is un un uh, explored territory, so there is going to be some mistakes. I just hope that we they learn from them quickly is what I really am hoping for. Well, so we talked about, you know, Diamond having a response. And I, yeah. here's, my, here's my take on that. I only believe Diamond had a response because there was an original thing to respond to. I don't think they were going to say a thing about when they planned. I don't, so in, in my opinion, they were going to sit on this and sit on this and sit on this as long as they could possibly sit on this. Sure. I, I fully believe they're trying to jump on the oh well, well we're, we're sending them out too. Don't forget about us. We were we were we were just going to say something about this. It's so funny that that this is my take on Diamond's response because if they knew they were targeting mid to late May, why didn't they say something last week? Did, you mean to tell me Friday afternoon they just <laughs> finally had the decision made? Like these going back to the Dan Didio episode, decisions aren't made with a light switch. No, exactly. Like they had if if they were if this is true that they were targeting mid to late May, then this has been true for days. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I mean, DC has a little bit of a of an out here in in regards to to timing because they had to set up a whole distributing system like in just weeks, right? At least they're starting to. So D, uh, Diamond with one already set up. Exactly. It seems like it's just a quick. They found out what DC was doing first. And was just like we're gonna tell you what we're gonna do first because that was because diamonds did come out like hours before uh, DC's announcement. So uh, I think they just wanted to kind of kind of jump the gun and be the, the first on the scene. Exactly what what, what you were saying, Jeff, uh, about we're the ones gonna solve the problem. You know, and they knew they they know like these people they know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. You, you, don't, you don't think Midtown talks and. And these other places talk, of course they do. Like this is literally their industry. They live and breathe this just like, you know, just like uh, Starbucks lives and breathes coffee and, and other, you know, like they oh, know exactly. what's going around, going on in the space and they're not ignorant of it. No, uh, 
that's that's exactly right. And they they all they all talk to each other. And Diamond and that that's the thing though, right? Because we we said earlier that uh, Diamond has this monopoly because of the exclusive contract with Marvel and DC. Well, turns out DC's exclusive contract contract uh, ran up and they didn't renew. Right, so they they still have the ability to distribute through Diamond, but now they can distribute everywhere else, and there's huge evidence of that already. So uh, that that was the big thing holding them back, and they chose not to renew right now. So company uh, company speaking, like as an owner of a company, I think yeah. this is a huge decision and a very good decision on behalf of DC Comics. Sure, sure. I'm glad, like the- I'm glad someone did. I'm glad one of the big two did especially for the future of their company. Like there's, there's nothing but good that can come of this. And I mean that because even if, even if it goes south, they at least explored an option that says, hey, can this save us money? Can this help us in the long term? As opposed to just, well, we'll just keep using Diamond because that's what we've been doing for 25 years. Exactly. Now, the, the possible like quote unquote mistakes that I think can be, can be made from this is if they decide to distribute to places other than comic book stores, if they decide to flood the market with comics, like uh, DC was doing with Walmart, right? Those giants, uh, sending them to other places, other ways to get comics out, which I can see from their business point of view, they want to diversify their their clientele and get their books out everywhere else. That would, I think that would hurt comic book retailers. So we don't know if they're going to be exclusive to comic book retailers. Uh, and for specifically comic book retailers, the owners of those stores, like I said before, we don't know whether they're going to have the same discounts or the same discount structure as the Diamond does. And DC Marvel books now are currently have the deepest discounts for retailers. So that's why they order more of those, those comic books. So we could actually, if they don't have a similar discount, we could see be seeing less of those books. Well, in the, in the release, it did state that they would have the same discounts. Oh, as, did they really? Did they okay, cool. they, yeah, they actually wrote that. There you go. Because if they, like I said earlier in this episode, I thought that would be silly not to do that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's in the release where they talk about the timeline and what what books are coming out when. Okay, I must have cool. I mean, that's good then. Yeah, it says that um, retailers who are not available to receive new comics initially will be able to reorder comics from these distributors after the deadlines. All mm-hmm. titles are returnable as DC announced last month, and discounts will be the same as they were when ordered from Diamond. Cool. All right. Um, so that's one of the things I wanted to ask you about as far as the returns go. I know you work in a comic shop. Are you guys returning much? Are you taking advantage of these programs? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're that's, I think that's super important. I, I think it's kind of silly when a store doesn't do that because that's just free money on the table. I mean, it's not money, money. It's, it goes back as a credit to your account, but then you can just order really cool books mm-hmm. in the future. So, like stuff that we, you want a lot of, you know, like Batman 92, like, so they're like, I think the return policy is huge, and a lot of retailers fought for that, and I'm glad that a lot of the big companies are listening to it. It's not even the big companies. A lot of the indie companies are doing it, too. Image, Boom, uh, Dark Horse are all doing that returnability as well. And so I think that's a huge thing right now because we don't know what it's going to look like. We don't know what the market's going to look like in the next couple months. Uh, not even the next couple, the next few months. You know, Going into July and August, we have no idea how this is going to play out. Because, yes, like you mentioned earlier, Jeff, they have the comics that were supposed to be out in early April all printed, but they stopped printing. Once Diamond stopped, refused to accept new comics, the printers stopped printing them. So there will be another lull in comics coming up unless they've started printing printing them again. But I mean, there was already a couple week break already of not printing. So we're going to get a little bit of a break coming up again. 
and so I, we don't know exactly what that schedule is going to look like and how people are going to come out and uh, buy. There's some stores that aren't, that aren't still can't even be open now, even for curbside pickup, you know, in some places. So that's a big thing too. Like are those stores that aren't going to be open, that's kind of not fair to them. You know, like we don't know if they're still going to be not, if they're still going to be closed coming up when these books start coming out. So people, uh, customers that want those books might have to go somewhere else and those, and those stores that have to be closed by law get unfairly treated. So that's yeah, so that, that the store that has to, the store that has to be closed by law isn't down the street from one that can be open. You know what I mean? Sure. So it's but not like you, like, like you and in, in it, it's not like you and SoCal, like, so let's say you and SoCal, the stores aren't allowed to be open by law, but then Nevada, they can be, it's not like you're going to drive to Nevada to get Batman 92. Right. So you're going to, you're going to find your way with some mail order service if you really want to get it. That's what, that's what I'm saying. And who has a good mail order service? Midtown does. See, that's what, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a weird, uh, weird thing right yeah. now. Like that's, I don't, I don't like that at all. But, uh, if a customer wants that book and there's going to be a lot of people like itching to take a comic, new comics again, no matter what it is, uh, if the store's not open to, uh, to sell, they're going to miss out on the sales. I, there's people that are just going to get it. They're going to buy it. So that's, that's been a huge concern too. And I think in the long run, all the, all the cons, all the pros outweigh the cons for DC be getting their own distributing companies. I totally agree with that. I think they should. Uh, I think just right now with everything going on with the COVID-19 shutdown, it's just got, there's a lot of what ifs, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, that's, uh, that's plenty to chop up for today. That's, we we yeah, just have to see how this uh, how April twenty eighth rolls out. That's just isn't a couple. That, isn't that know. just 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 the message of the first half of twenty twenty? Is is just what if? That's the that's the motto for. Uh, well, I think I think they went past what if. They're pulling the trigger. So like, oh yeah, they're trying to for sure. You know, like, hey, what if we use two different distributors? Well, I don't know. We're about to find out in ten days. <laughs> We're about to find out. Yeah, exactly. So that's right. gonna that's gonna wrap up today's episode, ladies and gentlemen. There's a lot to consider. Um, I think I think you and I agree on the whole that getting comic books out into the marketplace is better than not. Oh, oh, one, I completely. One quick, one quick point on the lull. You talked about you know they stop the printing presses and then we'll have this other lull. Yeah, I think they're gonna fill that lull with these titles that they're not rolling out. You know they're only rolling out six titles next week. Well, no, exactly. they normally roll out ten to twelve. So I think. They're gonna. They're probably gonna fill those gaps with those titles. That's my opinion on the law. No, yeah, yeah. That's what I, I assumed as well. They weren't going to. I mean, it wasn't going to be like a week of no com of DC comics or no comics at all. Of course not. Uh, but there's going to be considerably less. So I think maybe they might be holding them off for like the big comics for for those for those weeks. Maybe. I mean, I have no idea. Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Change for good, change for sure. This has been episode 11. We appreciate your, uh, your listening to us. Send us your comments or questions at dcdeepdives at gmail.com. We'd love to, to uh, field those questions and answer them. If there's anything that you'd like to hear us review, also send that as well. Thanks once again for listening. And remember, there's a comic for everyone. Thanks, everybody.